Well, firstly, Blake, I'm so excited we were able to make this happen, and I'm so excited to be talking with you. You're my first hockey player, my first black female hockey player, and I'm so excited to be interviewing you today. All right, oh. so, uh, all right, so let's get started. So I'm about to turn 10, but what were your aspirations when you were 10? Oh, man, 10, the big one zero. That's amazing. When is your birthday? My birthday is March 24th, so it's coming. Okay. That's amazing. My birthday's tomorrow, and I'm about to turn 30. Oh, my God. So thank you. So we're basically like almost twins flames or something like that. That's so cool. Um, when I was 10, I remember I had been playing ice hockey for about four years, and I was really just concerned about how awesome my 10th birthday party was going to be. Um, and my parents actually threw me a surprise birthday party on the rink. Uh, all of my friends came out and we had a really fun party in my basement with lots of toys and candy and snacks. Um, uh, not to uh, say anything about what your birthday should be like when you're turning 10, but I think I just wanted to have fun. Um, I wanted to play hockey. I wanted to play with the boys. I wanted to be great. And I just wanted to live every day just as a little kid. Well, those are some great aspirations for being 10. <laughs> were there any other sports you played growing up? And if so, what were they? Yeah, I. this is great because I remember running track. It was track and ice hockey. And I got to the age of 12 when I really had to stop running track. I ran the 100, the 200, the four by one, the four by 100. And um, I love, love, love doing long jump in the stand. I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. Uh, but that's about it. What about you? Oh, um, well, I play basketball. That's my main sport. Um, I also play soccer and I do Taekwondo and I'm really close to um, being a black belt. Right now I'm a red belt. So I have black straight then black belt. So I'm like almost like uh, a year away from being a black belt. I'm super excited about that. But yeah, basketball. That is so cool. And I'm going to start playing softball in April, which I'm also really excited about. That's great. I think you should play as many sports as you can. And I think from that, you learn so many different things about yourself, when, whether that's Taekwondo and being mentally strong and tough or being on a team sport where you have to work well with others. I think that's so cool. So keep doing that, girl. All right. Thank you. I know it must have been hard constantly being the only black or the only female or the only black female hockey player in so many places. But what did you do to overcome those challenges? Um, I had an amazing family. Um, my mom was super tough and very strong. And so anytime I felt nervous or scared walking into an arena, I would always kind of just look up to her and felt her, her aura and knew that she was by my side wherever, even if I was on the ice. Um, my dad too, who was on the bench when I was a young girl, uh, it was really cool that he was kind of like our equipment manager so he could keep an eye out for me when I was on all those boys teams. Um, and so I just had a really good base and I tried my hardest to integrate myself on all of my teams and be a good team player and gain their respect. So that was really fun for me, just being a good teammate and having my parents to back me up whenever I needed them. 
All right, well, I definitely agree that having parents is, um, or having your parents' support is really important, and because for me, it's been such a big thing. So uh, it's, it's so great to hear that from you. All right, well, you were an NCAA All-American at Boston College. <laughs> Can you discuss your college experience specifically as a student athlete? Yeah, my college experience was fun. Um, I knew that I wanted to go to Boston College uh, ever since I was a freshman in high school. And so to be able to make that dream come true, I was really excited, especially to share that with my mom, who I told her that we were going to get a full scholarship. Um, but it was amazing. I, I worked really hard. Balancing schoolwork and playing a Division One sport is like two full-time jobs. So you really have to be uh, in smart about what you're doing with your time whenever you have free time, uh, making sure you're getting the right foods and the right sleep and making sure you're studying um, just because, you know, you're there as a student athlete first. Um, but it was great. It, you just go out there, you have as much fun as you can, and then you turn around and then you say, oh, man, that's awesome. I'm an All-American. Cool. <laughs> You are the first black player drafted in the first round of the CWHL and the first black player to compete in the NWHL. What do those history-making moments mean to you? Uh, now when I look back on them, they're groundbreaking and they make me really proud to be who I am and really proud to be on this, this podcast or this meeting with you, Pepper, because... You know, this is what it's all about. It's all about making little girls like you smile and feeling like you can aspire to be as big and as bright as you want to be. Um, so right now, I love that. Back then, I had no idea that was who I was. I was just playing the game and taking slap shots on the blue line and having as much fun as possible. And that's what I think every young person or every athlete should do. They shouldn't be playing a sport for something else other than what they love about playing that game. That's such an important message. I'm so glad you shared it. In 2016, you won the NWHL Isabel Cup, another amazing accomplishment. Where does that one rank on your incredible list of accomplishments? Oh, that ranks pretty high. I'd probably say top five, um, raising the cup. If you've ever seen a Stanley Cup player raise the cup above their head and they lift it and they kiss it. It was just one of those cool moments where very few people get to do it. And it was the inaugural. It was the first ever. So that was big in and of itself. And to share that with all of my teammates and, and feeling like you were groundbreaking in pushing the sport of ice hockey for women, it was a really special moment for me. Well, there are sadly very few black women involved in the NHL. In fact, you're only the second woman and first black woman in your current position. But women like you are paving the way. What do you do on a day-to-day -day basis as a scout for the LA Kings? Well, my days are all over the place, really, especially now that I'm at home. Uh, I wake up, I first try to put in game reports of a game that I had watched previously or the night before. Um, so it's fresh in my mind. I wake up, I jot down my notes, and then I'll watch another hockey game, and then I'll plan out the schedule um, as to what other games that I want to watch in the future. 
And not only am I a scout, I'm also a growth and inclusion specialist with the Los Angeles Kings. So I try to get out in the community or have conversations with individuals in the community like yourself um, to inspire them to say, hey, hockey, if you're interested, definitely learn how to play. I got your back, the LA Kings organization has your back. Um, and just to find organizations that we can partner with in Los Angeles. So there's a lot of things going on, different meetings, different games. It's definitely never the same every day. All right. Well, I'm so glad you mentioned the LA Kings and you as their inclusion specialist. Can you just talk about their inclusion initiative? Ooh, yeah. Fiery question. Right now, we are working on our Learn to Play program where we're trying to get non-traditional hockey markets into Toyota Sports Center, feeling comfortable, feeling welcomed in all of the arenas that the Los Angeles Kings are partnered with. Um, our inclusion initiatives also focus on the Alliance LA, which if you don't know what that is, it's all 11 professional teams in Los Angeles working together to level the playing field. So we've got the Chargers and the Dodgers and the LA Sparks, which I'm sure you're familiar with, all working together to get kids in different communities, opportunities for professional development and opportunities to just play, right? Because that's really important for, for emotional, physical development as a kid. Um, so there are so many different things going on here with the Los Angeles Kings that I hope you think are exciting because I'm really excited about it. Well, that's definitely excited. I'm so glad that there's this inclusion that you're working on to make sure everybody plays hockey because getting into athletics as a kid is so impactful. And speaking of the LA Kings, I heard that they recently wore your name on the back of their jerseys. What does that mean to you? <sighs> Oh, wow. You have done your research, young lady. Um, it was amazing. I had such an awestruck moment where I was watching the television. It was a surprise, so I had no idea. And I was watching the TV, and one of, our, uh, co one of my coworkers, Jennifer Pope, said, Blake, check out the TV. And I was like, okay. And I look, and I see my last name on the jersey. And I was just like almost in tears. I, in fact, I think I was in tears. I called my mom, I was taking photos and videos. And how big of an honor is that, right? Just like the biggest level of appreciation from an organization that I work with celebrating Black History Month alongside Willie O'Ree, who was the first black player in the NHL. It was just, there are no words really. Well, you mentioned somebody that I wanted to touch on. Can you talk about your relationship with, really, with Willie O'Ree? Yeah, Willie is definitely one of my biggest role models in the sport and in my life. Um, as I mentioned before, he's the first black professional ice hockey player in the NHL. And um, he is 86 years old, if I'm not mistaken, and still working very hard to put diversity in our game, have inclusivity, travels the country speaking to different organizations and schools and kids to say, hey, listen, I've been doing it for X amount of years. You can too if you want. And how awesome is that, that Willie O'Ree is here today to inspire us all? Yeah, well, that's such an impactful story. Um, 
let's get back to you for a little bit. You got into broad you got into broadcasting in the PWHPA this year. What has that experience been like for you? It was scary, Pepper. I was nervous. Uh, I had never done it before, but I had such great support from my teammates, Kendall Coyne, who does broadcasting and color commenting. Um, I had Caitlin Urka, our producer from NBC Sports, that helped me along the way to prep me. And Kenny Albert, who was my partner that day, to just color the game so magnificently. Uh, it was really exciting. I was so nervous, but we pulled it off and it was such a great experience. I'm sure you did an amazing job. <laughs> Thanks, Beth. How have you seen women's hockey grow over your lifetime? Yeah, I think women's hockey is one of the fastest growing sports in our country, which is exciting um, for me, especially because that means there's an opportunity to grow our BIPOC communities in the sport of ice hockey. Um, I've seen such tremendous strides from me thinking that there wasn't a professional women's ice hockey league for girls to play in to being the first uh, black player and a few many that have started that league back in 2015, um, there are so many things that are changing now that you can be really excited for in the future. And we're trying to get to that WNBA status. Um, so young girls like you, Pepper, I'm sure you might wanna play in the WNBA one day or maybe interview some other studs in the future or broadcast. You definitely seem like you should be on TV. But um, we want to inspire young girls to want to play hockey and to dream and to be able to play that full time, right? Because when I was playing, I had to have a full time job and I had to train, which is very difficult. So we want to make it to a point where you can just be a professional women's ice hockey player if you choose to. Wow, that is so awesome. I'm so glad you're doing that because... <laughs> I mean, for a while, I've been trying to spread the message of the WNBA, so I'm so glad there are other women's professional sports leagues that are trying to do the same. Now, I'm not very familiar with hockey, but I want to become more so. What can you tell me about the game of hockey and what do you enjoy most about it? Oh, Pepper, the game of hockey is so exciting. It's the fastest game on earth. We have these small little blades and we're skating 200 feet back and forth. We've got five players on the ice, a goaltender on either side, and you're just battling it out, trying to put the puck in the net, just as if you're trying to put a basketball in the hoop. Um, it's physical. It is this, this energy to it. When you watch the game live, there's so much emotion and intensity that is captivating that I absolutely love. Um, and hopefully you will too, if you get a chance to watch a game, we gotta get you into some LA Kings arenas, okay? We gotta get you into Staples Center, but it's so fun. It's so fun to me. You have a body of armor on you. You feel invincible and powerful. And hey, listen, it's, it's my favorite sport. And I hope that I can just share that with other people too. Well, that has me wanting to go play hockey right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, who are some of the women who are currently playing hockey, other than you, of course, that I should look out for? Ooh, you should look out for my dear friend, Kendall Coyne, who is one of the fastest, if not the fastest woman 
to skate on the ice ever. She just did the NHL All-Star Game uh, not too long ago where she recorded something like 14 seconds in a lap around the rink, which is insanely fast. And she was doing it against all the NHL boys and men on the ice too, which is really cool. Um, I love Sarah Nurse who is a beautiful black woman for the Canadian national team. Um, Soroya Tinker as well, plays professional women's ice hockey. You've got Hillary Knight, who is this amazing stud that I've been fortunate enough to play hockey with in Boston. And the list really, Pepper, could go on and on and on. You got, you know, you got your Candace Parkers. You've got all those people that you probably love so much. And for hockey, it's the same. Wow. Well, I will be sure to check out the, all those people, and I hope everybody watching and listening will too. Now, my dad went to high school with AJ Molesco, so I'm familiar with the 19th oh. U.S. women's hockey team. Can you discuss the impact of that team winning gold in the 1998 Olympics? That's a really fun fact. Um, I Yeah, absolutely. When I was a young girl, I saw them win gold in 98 and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I had never seen a game that held so much emotion in it. Uh, my college coach, Katie King, actually was on that team for 1998 in Nagano. And um, my defensive coach was an Olympian as well for Team USA. So I was enamored by all these players that I just wanted to idolize and grow up to be and it's really amazing that we have women like that to look up to and to um, kind of, they can share their experiences with us and we can have that camaraderie between each other. But AJ Malesko is amazing. She's on TV too, Pepper. You've got all of these amazing role models. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. I actually had the chance to talk with her and interview her, which was so great. And now I get to add you to that list, which I'm really excited about. Yes. <laughs> so you're a champion, a three-time All-Star, a Defensive Player of the Year. And so you've had quite a successful playing career. But when do <laughs> you play next? Oh, I don't know, Pepper. I'm really busy right now. I'm busy trying to blaze trails for women especially of color that want to participate in a franchise or an NHL um, organization. I want to change the game for women. I truly do. And I think that being in this position with the Los Angeles Kings is helping that happen. Um, and as far as playing, the future is unknown for me. It really is. I can never say never. And I don't like to use the big R word and as a reference to retirement because I'm the type of person that can just get up and decide, hey, I, I want to keep going. <laughs> yeah, the everyday decision, right? Yes. Depends. I don't know, Pepper. You love the game so much. You don't want to give it up just yet. Well, you're not giving it up. You're still working in it and making changes in it. So, yes. Yeah, I was wondering... Who are some of the athletes in other sports you enjoy watching in your free time? Absolutely. I just mentioned Candace Parker. I think she is so cool and such a stud. And now she no longer is with the LA Sparks. Um, I love Misty Copeland because of all her of her accomplishments and her inspiration. You can add Serena Williams and Venus Williams to that list because why not? 
right? Um, obviously, Osaka too, because she's such a stud. I love women's tennis, Billie Jean King. Um, who else? Who else? Let me think. Um, Allison Felix, track star, right? Because I used to run track, I think. Um, she has changed the track game so much for women growing in the sport. Um, my hockey idols are Angela Ruggiero and Angela James, who are legends in our sport. Um, let me think. I mean, I could probably keep going, but you're putting me on the spot, so I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> some amazing women just right there so thank you so yeah. for hearing their names and i definitely agree with all the people that you mentioned they're all amazing athletes now i read your players tribune article which i encourage everyone oh. um and in the article you said that one night a black girl around six years old waited for you after a hockey game with a colorful poster with your name on it she told you that you were her idol and in that moment you saw yourself can you discuss the importance of having the next generation being able to see themselves in positions of power and leadership on and off the ice, court, or field? <laughs> Pepper, you're going to make me emotional. Um, thank you for reading my article. Uh, absolutely. Representation is very important. Um, as someone who came up into the sport and didn't see a lot of representation, for myself particularly, I think it's very important, you know, and we always are talking about this. If you can see it, you can be it. And that just lights that spark for you. That's something that is tangible that you can hold on to. So if anyone can see someone in a position that they think is cool or they that they want to aspire to be, that's amazing. And two, if you don't see that position, make that your position, right? You don't need anybody to tell you that you can or that you can't, you just go after it. And like in my Players' Tribune article, you gotta be bold and you gotta be fearless. Definitely, I love that, you gotta be bold. It's such, um, I think an impactful word, but yet it's only four letters long. Uh, what advice would you give to the next generation of black female hockey players? Hmm, the advice I would give to all female hockey players or anyone I would give this advice is to just try to figure out who you are you know there's a lot of distractions out there there's a lot of things that you can compare yourself to and there is no one else on the planet that is you there's no other Pepper Pursley there's no other Blake Bolden there's no other person that is 100% authentically you so you should always be that person all right, and believe in her or him and just take that with you for the rest of your life and, and love who that person is. And I think if you can do that, you'll be happy with yourself and achieve all of the dreams and goals that you have in the future. Self-love, definitely important. And last question for you. I don't want to take too much more time out of your very busy schedule. It's Women's History Month, so I've got to ask, who are some of the women who inspire you? Yes, it's Women's History Month. Go all women. I love it. Um, I think, 
you know, as far as athlete, athletics and athletes, all the ladies that I just mentioned, I would probably have to throw in a Michelle Obama in there because she's an absolute stud. Our Madame Vice President, who is just repping for all of us ladies, right? Um, and, you know, I think, Pepper, you're in there, too. I see a huge future in you, and I think that is so incredible. So all the ladies that I've mentioned, we just really have to stick together. We have to lift each other up. We have to be each other's biggest cheerleaders and break glass ceilings and just continue, right? There's no stopping. There is no ceiling. The sky is the limit for us all. Yeah, thank you so much for that. And definitely Michelle Obama. I just started reading her book, the Young Readers Edition. And <laughs> for, for me right now, definitely Michelle Obama. Well, and this has been such a fun conversation. I've learned so much from you today. And I will be sure to look out for you if you ever start playing again or if you ever broadcast another game. And thanks to you, I will now make sure I watch a women's hockey game. Thank you. Yes. Absolutely, Pepper. Thanks for reaching out to me. It's been an honor to sit down and talk to you. <laughs> this has been so fun. Thank you.